0: How's everybody doing? We're back again doing a new set of series of podcasts after the post-Asian Cup, as you can see. We've now officially are part of Gold Bazaan. Uh We're back again with the regular panels, unfortunately Ariza Paycon and Sakal Hashimi couldn't be with us. We're back with back again with Sinai Saimyeon, Pejman Pars, and, and once again our favorite, as always, Bobak Gold Reese. And um, before, the topic today we want to discuss is about the Asian Championship for Under-23 and our friendly matches. And um in the upcoming days for next week we're probably gonna discuss about Kairosh, but for now we just kinda limit to this. But uh, on behalf of gold Bazan, um we want to send our condolences to the 150 passengers that were killed in flight nine five two five. An absolute tragedy. Um out of the hundred and fifty passengers there are unfortunately two Iranian sport journalists, Milad Hojato Eslami, which worked for Tasnim. And Hossein and Javody that worked for the Vata newspaper, they were covering the El Clasico, and they were headed uh, to cover the Chile versus Iran match, which unfortunately this tragedy they our condolences to their family. Um, welcome back, guys. How's everybody doing?
1: Good to be back, Pasha.
0: Thank you. And then, you. seeing on page one, as always, they're ready. So, guys, um, I want to first talk about the, you know, aging championship for under-23. As you know, um, I guess the... We're in group C. Right now Iran has six points, Saudi Arabia has four points, Afghanistan has four points, Palestine has three points, and Nepal has zero. Um we've played against Iran and Nepal in the first game, which we won five zero and Asino. Uh, um what what are your thoughts on that match? Um uh, you know, it's against Nepal. I think uh final result is uh is how it should be you know, not much you can really
2: say uh, of course a clean sheet uh, and five goals from um, Oz Moon uh, Ali Karimi and, uh, and a couple of others as well I think it's a good start it's, it's a relatively easy group um, I think we should have no problem uh, uh, qualifying for the um, under 23s championship in Qatar considering that's uh, every single game in the group uh, takes place in Iran so uh, you know all our games are at home um, so, we, should,
0: we shouldn't really have any difficulty. Peshman? So, Peshman, what are your thoughts on uh, Iran versus Nepal match?
3: Uh, as I said, he it pretty well. I mean, it's a game that we're supposed to win with at least four or five goals, have a clean sheet. Since the game's on Iran, uh, we can uh, expect some uh, home supports, although there there haven't been any that much uh, audience. Uh, in the stadium,
1: but uh,
0: Nepal is a team that we should beat uh, any day. Bob, like, I have a question for you. And unfortunately, we know that Nelson Mangada didn't uh, didn't work out for him as our coach for the Under Twenty Three team uh, manager. Um, what do you think about Mohammad Chakour being now as the manager of this team?
1: To be honest, uh, I was a bit surprised when he was uh, installed as the manager, and even more surprised when uh, I think. um, Mighty Kwan was named as a technical director, if I'm not mistaken, or someone sitting above Chakour. Uh, but uh, based on what I, what I've been following about Chakour's career post-playing, was that he's coaching in the U.S. some high school or some kids' academy or something. Yeah, or something, and. Uh... But uh, I was, like I said, I was a bit surprised he was uh, chosen, and I'm thinking um, I'm not that optimistic for us to qualify for the Olympics. I think we'll qualify from this group, but next January in Qatar, uh, when we come up against the likes of Japan, Korea, etc., I think the better coaches will stand out. So uh, I'm not optimistic, as I said.
0: Right. See, you know, I mean, we played against Palestine and we beat them two nothing. Um, what were your thoughts on that match? Because when we watch it, uh, Osmond uh, played fantastic, but he missed a lot of sitters. Is it because he just feels like the lack of motivation for getting the or what is that? Um, yeah, I mean, he had a few chances in the first
2: half, but it was a matter of poor finishing. Huh? Um. I don't really doubt his motivation at all. I think he even even though he did miss a lot of chances, he's still putting 100%, and uh, he looked disappointed with every chance he missed. And um, listen, he's a striker. He's a, he's a, he wants to score goals no matter at what level and who for. And um, no matter how many chances he misses or how many goals he scores, he still wants to wants to get more. But in regards to the game, um, I think we played well uh, considering um, Palestine are. A, uh, better opposition than Nepal, uh, um, we scored three goals and whatever. But the, uh, the other two, after was moves, uh, opener. Uh, it, was, it was a good game. There was a, a few. There's a few good players that um, you can see. They have uh, they have talent and uh, they have the potential, but uh, we'll have to wait and uh, wait and see if uh, if they'll fully realize that potential or or not.
0: Yeah. So guys, right now, um, there's been two notable standards for me because um so far and that's been Motari, he scored 3 goals so far in the past two games and my uh, someone that atten- caught my attention was um Ali Karimi of uh, Sepan. and I'm going back to you again Sina. is that uh, who is your notable standouts or do you agree with me is it is it do you think it's motari or Ali Karimi, or do you think it's some somebody completely different that you've seen that uh, has caught your attention
2: um i think certainly Ali Green means is uh... It's been, it's been great, especially in the game against Palestine. He, he was playing a deep midfield role, and every every move that we, we had going forward uh, went through him. And uh, and you could see that he's one of the, the main players in um, in that team. But uh, another player that uh, really stood out for me was um, Iran's captain on the day, uh, a player uh, named Rouzbeh Cheshmi. He plays for Sabah, and he's a, a a defensive midfielder slash centre back, and he was playing centre back yesterday. And uh, he, he's very commanding, but he's very composed on the ball. And uh, I think he, he has the technical abilities to be a ball playing centre back, and that's uh, we don't really, don't really have. Um, so I think he. He, he's he's one to look out for as well. I mean, there's a lot of uh, other players such as uh, you know Shaheen Sawrehbi. Of course, Amir Arsalan playing for to scored in the Champions League early in the season, and he's got three goals in uh, you know, for in two games for Iran in the twenty threes. So yeah, there's there's a few good players, but um, yeah, uh, certainly Ali Karimi and uh, Rusbechashmiq Cheshmi
0: Bobak, I have a question for you guys now, and I'm going to start off with you, Bobak. Is that looking at our team at Omid right now? And uh, you know, we have Barizai, Motari, and obviously, and John West, I was going to jump deep and but looking at this team, just looking at our team at Omid, do you see any of these players that have a future chance to getting into the f- senior team and actually being a vital player for us? Uh. Of course, like Sino said, there's a few players who have caught the eye, but they're very raw
1: and they need time to develop. Mm -hmm. Games like this in the Olympic qualifiers and the Asian Champions League will help these players develop further. As of now, I would say Osman and Jahan Bachsh are the only two players uh, that are on that caliber where they can actually make an impact immediately for Team Manly. But what happens between now and 2018 in the the careers of these players will define a lot, so we'll have to wait and see.
0: Uh, Pejman? Mm -hmm. I do agree, and I want to say, I think we we bet uh, with Palestine
3: with 3-0, right? And that's 2-0. Yeah, uh, uh, excuse me. I agree, I can't see any of these guys doing an impact in the first team uh, uh, right now, but maybe in the future, sure. Maybe Arsalan,
0: I think that would be an interesting player. Definitely. And, um... My last final question for you guys, which is gonna be a little bit controversial because I wanna get your opinions and your assumptions but based on this case is that, you know, we saw how vital uh Bash has been for his club and in Holland, the Jupiter League, and arguably one of he could be basically the player of the year in that league. And obviously we saw Sarz as what he's doing and how vital key player he was for us in Australia, but them getting promoted down to you know, the you know, for team Omid um, could be a little bit a dilemma for us because is it really was it really a wise choice? Do you guys think that was a really wise choice to begin with, knowing that um they could have at least you know gotten some experience, you know internationally against Chile or Sweden, or do you guys think that was a wise choice that they got de-promoted down to help this team, you know achieve the goal to get into Olympics, or do you guys think it was? what well, I just want to know your thoughts on that. I'm gonna start off with Juicino. Um.
2: It's a legal game based on the FIFA regulations. When a player is under-23, he's eligible to play for the uh, under-23 national team. And uh, in that sense, Kharkipur uh, and Habib um, had the right to to, uh, to ask for Jahan Bakshan Osman to, to be included in the squad. Um, so in that sense, there was there was nothing wrong with it. But another thing that comes into it is uh, these players have... These players are not fringe players for the first team squad. I mean, for the senior team. I mean, is almost a regular starter, and Jahanbash plays in you know, almost every game. Um, I think if those players were just going along with the senior team, just to sit on the bench and and don't play a single minute, then absolutely I'd, I'd want them in the uh, in the under twenty threes. But as I said, these players are slowly becoming crucial part of uh, uh, of this team under Carlos Queiroz. So um, I personally I wanted them in um, the game against Chile and, and Sweden and also another thing is um, I'm not sure if the under-23s really need these two players uh, to be able to beat the likes of Nepal or Palestine or Afghanistan and, and these kind of teams and <coughs> I'd much prefer young players and other players such as Shonin Asagov or even Amir Asalem if these players get in that uh, International football exposure, rather than Azmoon or jahanbash because they're much higher level than uh, than under twenty three So I am a little bit disappointed, and I think uh, uh, it's it's one of those situations. It's one of those issues that could have been solved a lot better with uh, a lot less drama. But uh, listen, it's Iranian football. You can't really take it away from
0: that. Uh, Pejman. Yeah, I mean, it is the beauty of Iranian football. That's
2: we always have something to talk about. Maybe <laughs> if everything if, if was going as well, this pod wouldn't be, will be as
3: fun as usual. Uh, but sure, uh, Jahan and Osmond, I, 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 when something like this happens, I want to see it in a positive way. I mean, uh, I hope that this this uh, uh, effort that Kharkura
0: made, or what you, want, what you call it, uh, makes. Uh, a big
3: difference saying that, hey, the under twenty three is a really important team that we want to uh, put our focus on. We want to make this team strong. That's why we want our best players, no matter what which team we, we, we play against. And also, the other players in the in the team, just by being near players such as Osmund and Jahan Bach knowing that they have succeeded in Europe, I'm sure that they can be role models. Although they're in the same age, they're not in the same... Development stage, uh, technically, and as football players. So, I want to see that this as, as something good for our young players that uh, can play with Osmond and Jahan Babak. Bobak?
1: I think both of the guys made some great points, uh, and I'm stuck somewhere in the middle, but uh, I'm more inclined to agree with Sina in the sense that uh, uh, we don't need these players for games against. Uh, Yemen and uh, sorry uh, Nepal and Palestine and Afghanistan and even Saudi the top two qualify from this group so uh, these players have already developed I mean usually to play for under 23 you go from the under 18s or 81 under 23 yeah so when they go up to the under 23 and they will progress to the national team some players develop better people call them move to Jahan and they skip certain levels and then go to the national team to demote to, to, to them at this
3: stage the first round of qualifiers, doesn't make sense to me, and like Cena said, it could have been more beneficial for them to play against Chile and
1: Sweden, so overall, uh, I like Pinchman's sentiment, but I think Sina uh, is more right, or I'm in his camp when it comes to this question.
0: I'll play a little bit devil's advocate here, because there's so many parties here involved, and we don't really, I mean, we could just base on assumptions, say who's the one to blame, so coming first to you, Pejwan, is that who would you think is to blame? Is it Kafashian or is it Mail Kohan that is forcing Hawkur to make these decisions? You know, like who who was the person behind this to tell that Basharazo need to be de depromoted de- de- down? Which um we all know that Keres was really, really against it. I mean in, for us, since we're not, you know, in the in the
3: main core, we don't know who's who to blame, who's actually to blame? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kafashian is a leader of uh, IFA, but is there someone else with a stronger agenda agenda than uh, Kafoshian, or is it simply hot pool's in his right that he will use players because, as we said, it's not it's not he's, it's not a crime. He's doing what he thinks. Is
1: and that should be addressed by the president of the IFF. He needs to have a stronger presence to be able to mitigate
0: and uh, coordinate things between the different teams. So he's failed to do that as usual and that's why you have this uh, angry team melee manager and uh, defensive uh, under-23 manager. So I think it's uh, should who done a good job of this. Sino?
2: Um, yeah, I agree with both guys. I think, as Pejman said, uh, Kharkpur hasn't really done anything wrong. I mean, if there's a player uh, eligible for the under-23s, then he's his right to to want that player to to play for his team. And, uh, I read an interview with Kharkpur, and he said um, if the uh, team Mellie's games against Sweden and Chile were official games, as in if it was a qualifier and things like that, then Sebastian Osman I don't really like them, but it's not because these games of the under 23 games are um, more of a qualifier, then the uh, under 23s has, has more of a, a priority for these two players. Um, uh, in, in, uh, in terms of uh, Maikel Kohan, I'm not sure if he has a he has that big of a role in the team as everyone thinks. I think he's only there to to help uh, Khakhoo because Khakhoo doesn't really have that much. Uh, Mighty Khan is supposedly an experienced manager. He's managed Team Ali on a, a couple of occasions, um, so I think he's only there to to help him. Uh, yeah, there's another man involved in this as well. Uh, he, there's a guy called Habib koshani He's the former chairman of, of Perth Police. He's, he has a more of a directory role in, in this new Under 23 role. Uh, under 23. Team. Um, these kind of decisions have to go through him. Uh but as Bobak said, uh, Kaffoshian has been very indecisive and uh, we are paying the price for it. Um it's just a misunderstanding and uh, lack of communication as, uh, as the guys said.
0: Yeah, thank you. Guys, the next topic we want to talk about is our two friendly matches. Wow, you know, instead of us playing North Korea or Yemen or something like that we're actually playing Chile and Sweden. That's that's big. Um, the first discussion I want to talk about is our first friendly, friendly match, and that's going to be Chile. Um, the lineup, just to give you guys a reminder, was Hayati in goal, right back was Gafuri. Uh, the two center backs were Montazeri and Hosseini. Left back Baksazade. Center mid roles Taymori and Nekunam and on the right wing was Dejaga. Middle with Shojai. and left wing Emiri, and striker Bucanajet. Um What are your thoughts on this lineup? Um, it was a very typical Karosh. We all expected that, um, but. Um, is there anything you guys have thoughts on, back.
1: I think it was the expected starting lineup. Uh, Performance-wise, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into performance. I thought it was a very good performance. Uh, probably one of the best we've seen under Kirosh because everything clicked. I think his style of football works best against stronger teams. That's why we've had results in relatively. Performances against South Korea in the past, but good results, but poor performance is widely spoken against teams like Qatar and UAE. Uh, in the last couple of games against Iraq, when we got knocked out, on this one, I think things have clicked well. There's been much more fluidity in the transition between defense and attack. And uh, I thought uh, Kirosh gave us a little hint into what could come in the future if he was to stay
2: as team melee manager. Sina. Um, yeah, I think it was a it was a great great result, of course, but a great performance as well. I think he used his tactics spot on. Um, you know, I was watching the game and um, we played the four one four one with Shojoi coming deep to help uh, to help Nakunama and Rannik. and they closed all the gaps through central midfield and forced Chile wide. And they had Eduardo the Wild Vargas playing, uh, you know, centre forward and. Uh, they tried putting in crosses, but he's never going to get ahead over Hosseini or Montezori. So I think defensively we were on point as usual. Um, Deja Gat uh, and Amiri, it was more of a forced change with uh, Safi being injured. I think they were fantastic going forward. They were threatening every time we were on the counter. And uh, the two goals that we scored were fantastic as well. So yeah, I think it was, it was a very, uh, very good result, but even a better performance to go with it. Tajwan.
0: Yeah,
3: um, uh, about the lineup, uh, I was actually surprised. That he he took a similar lineup with with, uh, uh, with the previous uh, last game from the Asian Cup. But then again, uh, it, it, this was the first time they actually met after the last uh, game in, in in Asian Cup. So he didn't have much to go on. So let's just play with the best team and hope for the best. And I was surprised that. Uh, uh, he made uh, such an impact, uh, Amiri made such a good impact uh, in the game because he had been kind of hard, he had a hard time in national team so far, not really being able to do anything. But you know, I don't know if it was, was for the game, for Chile's poor performance, or uh, Kairos', Kairos great uh, tactical uh, allies. But I think uh, Amiri was a great surprise uh, in the attack, and Shojai was good in everything except. Uh, poor finishing which he has been backing for a couple of years now but we're going to see Furi mailing on laptops running i like that
0: yeah. bobek were you surprised by the result knowing that we got a clean sheet against chile that are going to host the Copa america soon in the summer
1: I think that definitely shows a testament to the defense that Kirosh has built over the last uh, few years. And as we saw, we had two new players in the defense this time, and Beksad and Motaziri, but it was like like usual. So it really doesn't have this playing, but they have this unit. As a unit, they're very solid, and very rarely do they let shots through. And generally, if they do, Haji seems to have. uh, Positioning right, he made a good point blank save as well. From uh, I think it was
0: uh, Vargas, I could be wrong, uh, but uh, overall, yes, impressive to keep enough. Like me, Sino?
2: I mean, uh, Bob said it all. I think um, you're a great team going forward under San Paoli, as we saw in the World Cup as well. A lot of people say, Well, he was their second team, I think they have a lot of strength and depth. And, a clean sheet against the team with um, with Chile's class is is great in its own, and I think it, it's these kind of games that uh, prepare us for for competitions or, or big qualifying games. Com, uh, you know, coming up well, not now but in a few years. I think we need to keep up playing against um, big teams such as, such as Chile and uh, such as uh, Sweden if we if we want to stay um, as good as we are right now.
0: Pejman, who was your man of the match on the field?
3: a hard one uh, because it was really a great team effort uh, great uh, team defense um, man I, w- I would say Nekunam uh, or Amiri maybe mm-hmm. Amiri because I didn't expect this kind of game from him uh, uh, he was running a lot so doing some uh, defensive work and uh, overall being being a much more useful player for a national team also of course the uh, me, he's the best Iranian player in the team but for that special game i would say amiri being the biggest surprise and
2: therefore man of the match sino um i am going to go with Nekunam. i think he was he was i'm going i don't want to say back to his best but uh, he performed much better than uh, he has done in the last 12 months and it was a special occasion for him, uh, ending his hundred and fiftieth cap, um, passing Ali is uh, record of hundred and forty nine. Um and he, he you know, he capped it off with a goal as well. But he, he's a he's a crucial figure in that team and uh, I think he'll be a big miss once uh, once he leaves. But um another player that I was impressed with, I mean, as always, is uh al Husseini. I think he's He's like an unsung hero, really. I mean, he's always uh, on form, he's always performing, and uh, I think he, he's one of the most crucial players in that team. There's a, there's a backbone in this team, which uh, Hosseini is certainly one of them. It goes through Hosseini, Andranik, Nekunam, and uh, Dejaga as well.
0: Perfect. back.
2: Sina took the
1: words out of my mouth. I was going to say my mind of the match was probably uh, say Jaral Hosseini. He's been probably the best central defender we've had in the last 20-25 years, definitely during my lifetime. Uh, He was solid. He was uh, covering ground well. He was great in the air as usual. He commands the box and offers a great first line of protection for his goalkeeper. But uh, at the same time, it was a team effort, like page one said, so you could pick pretty much any player out of that lineup, including Masut Jay who was really, really impressive, uh, other than his shooting, as Pejwan said, but uh, I'll go with Hosseini as well, just as a, just to point out that this guy is a really, really special player for us, and he'll be missed a lot if once he retires, which will happen sooner rather than later. Yeah.
0: Thank you. In the next couple of days, we're going to play against Sweden, and um, looking at how much our players have been disciplined and tactically disciplined too, which is a big part playing team effort and stuff and this is gonna be karish's last game um before we get to that, I want to ask Pejmon a few questions um why do you Pejmon, what do you see about the uh, teames uh training camp today um you, you you saw some key points and it wasn't they were really training they were just messing about but um what did you see and I know you have uh something that kaish has told you which is it will be interesting to their viewers.
3: Yeah, yeah, today I was at uh, Iranian national team training camp uh, in Skjøtøholm in Sweden. That's near Friends Arena. Skjøtøholm is a, uh, is a uh, artificial grass arena. Uh, so uh, this is something that uh, most of the players are on, uh, not used to in Iran. Uh, with that being said, it didn't really matter if they were playing on artificial grass, really grass, or even asphalt because... Uh, it wasn't any tactical training. It wasn't any uh, games or anything. It was more or less just an easy training, having some f- fun with the with the ball, playing some football, tennis, and it's what you call the two guys in the middle with the ball going around and they, they try to catch it. Some easy stretching. They weren't really doing anything. Uh, they just had good luck with the weather. Fortunately, it was great sun. So. Uh, Kadosh was asked. Uh, what he thought about uh, uh, the the entire day, more or less, uh, and the, the special occasion with the training. Uh, he said, "This is not." Did we, you ask him? Is this what you like? He said, "No, I don't like this kind of what you can say um, uh, system." But basically, first of all, uh, the training was supposed to be more or less secret, uh, but somehow the word got out, and maybe. Hundred Iranians were at the in the, the training. Secondly, they came hour later than expected, and, and they came with the bus directly to the training uh, facilities. Uh, they were already uh, ready to go, so, and uh, there was security and police holding people off. Not that people were actually doing anything, but making sure that there was a distance between the players and the fans. Uh, and this distance was kept during the entire 60 minutes that they were having this easy lines training, uh, but uh, although after the game, uh, some people managed to get some pictures and uh, ask a couple of questions, uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, Kavos said he was not happy with, uh, with this kind of uh, uh setup. As you remember, in the Asian Cup in Australia, he, he was really happy every time the fans came. He fans to the bus. It was, you know, it was joy and happiness, and it is something that's I have for someone in Iran doesn't like. You know, they have like this moral panics. Uh, and also after the game, I, I asked uh, Nick if he was going to quit the national team. He said no. We asked, "Is this is Sweden your last game?" He said no. "That are you going to quit?" Yes, he said no. Uh, so, hopefully, Nipunam, well Hopefully, yeah, uh, Nekunam will be a part of the national team, uh, maybe at least this uh, year. I can't see him being the next World but who knows, at least uh, uh, he will be here in 2015. Kairos, I will go to the press conference on Monday, I will ask him, we'll see if he answers any of those questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a sealed training.
0: Bye bye. I'm gonna play a little Devil's Advocate. with you? Um What do you think is gonna be Kershaw's last, last ever lineup with Team Mendy?
1: I think that we're gonna see more or less the same lineup that played against Chile. I would be surprised if we saw more than one, uh, more than one change. Possibly, maybe uh, at left back. Uh,
2: I can't see anything else, to be honest. See now. Um, yeah, I agree. I think if there was ever any games that uh, the result was so important for uh, Kanchi's career, it's certainly these two. He's uh, he's won the uh, the first one against Chile, and he wants to make sure he leaves a mark against Sweden to to show IFF and Iranian football that you know maybe you're making a mistake. So uh, I, I don't expect too many changes. I think uh, as Bobak said, they will uh, more or less. Uh, Line up the very, very similar to uh, to the game against uh, against Sweden. Maybe we see Omidrebrahimian starting, and uh, maybe Ansarifard uh, starting for for Ochandegard. But uh, I can't see too many differences.
0: So we know he wants to leave on a high note and tell the Iranian Football Federation something. So do you, you don't think he's gonna call Enayati back from Iran for this game? Uh, I was hoping he would, but uh, <laughs> he's disappointed. Yeah, um, so m- this is the final topping point, guys. Just a simple question: Do you think we'll win against Sweden? now? Um, I, I'm not too sure. I don't think yeah, I don't think we'll be able to get a win. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it, it all depends on how uh, how Sweden.
0: Uh, uh... Pidgeon. I think very well that Iran can
3: beat Sweden. You know, I, I follow the Swedish national team daily, or oh, at least as much as I can, since I also live here. And uh, to be honest, besides uh, Satan Ibrahimovic, Sweden lacks are good players. And besides that, uh, there are a couple of injured, I'm sure that uh, the uh, rest for the game. Uh, and those players that will replace them are that dangerous. We should be so, yes. a. Yes, the natural team, that's a good game. It's a strong natural team, but they're not that strong. Uh, I think that we will actually score against them. Slaughter uh, won't be playing 90 minutes. I think 30, we should be happy because uh, they want to arrest him, but he will play. And there are a couple of young, interesting players that will play for the Swedish national team. Uh, then we have actually better players in the front. Uh, Dejord, Ushan, uh,
2: I mean, Sweden isn't a, isn't a team that
3: we should be. Up. And also, there will be more Iranians in the stadium. So, Iran will have a, a home field advantage uh, in. Field arena up to 35,000 kids old. Uh, I think at least, least 30,000 will be Iranians so Sweden will have this like what the hell is this our country or not it will be fun to see that as well but Iran can beat Iran it can beat Sweden it's not that impossible
0: thank you Peshon. what are your thoughts Bob I think that uh, I like
1: Optimism, but uh, I think as long as we don't lose, it would put a lot of pressure on the IFF with the whole Carlos Kirush contract situation. Because we've got to win against Chile, and if we can get a draw against Sweden, it would uh, it would really strengthen Kirush's uh, let's say and his legacy, and it would put a lot of pressure on the IFF. And the next guy was going to come. Uh, maybe...
0: <laughs> thank you um, guys we're going to wrap this up I want to thank you guys for coming back on and doing this um, the next uh, podcast is definitely going to be about life after k Um that's going to be a really interesting discussion um, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud on the Persian football website and elsewhere and um, just subscribe uh, write reviews whatever Boback, um, what's your Twitter handle if the viewers want to find you
1: my Twitter handle will be BabakGolri is B-A-B-A-K-G-O-L-R-R-Z Sina?
2: Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Sina uh, that's S-I-N on this. Uh, so yeah, yeah, any questions or anything just uh,
0: tweet Peshmon? My Twitter is you
2: Kyronski know, Uh,
3: spelled in Swedish and it tweets mostly in Swedish some uh, Persian retweets but
0: that's mostly Swedish tweets from me yeah I appreciate it guys and once again um, we're right now back in iTunes if you guys want to subscribe, write reviews we'll greatly appreciate it and um, looking forward to having discussions more and um, definitely having Ayuriza Paykan and Sarkar Hashmi back in the panel Uh, thank you guys once again and it's always been a pleasure Um, and hopefully we'll be sweeter thank you